Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast with your host Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hey everyone, thank you for coming back to the podcast. Um, I had a fantasy of maybe recording something while I was in Calais, but as ever failed because it is just so hectic there. Um, spent a week there with our mobile herbal clinic, which is the new name for Herbalist Without Borders Calais. I'm going to be doing a bit of a launch kind of rebrand thing that we'll talk about soon. So I'll wait till then. Um, but we had, yeah, quite a long week. We saw 560 odd people um, in Calais and Dunkirk. There was like a big eviction in the middle of the week where the cops... Um, kind of like overturned all the grass with the tractor which was where we were doing our clinic and where other groups and projects and agencies and stuff like give things out so yeah it's just all part of this kind of like hostile environment attitude to make it as difficult as possible to support people um yeah we saw lots of kind of you know like similar things that we see like huge amounts of coughs and colds digestive issues um some very 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 badly infected wounds had to take someone to hospital because he couldn't walk um, because his leg was so infected and he kind of urgently needed antibiotics. So yeah, a very busy week, but a really, a really great team and um, just been kind of grounding, getting back to things now. Um, Yeah, so this show is going to all be about plantain, which is one of the herbs in the Prisoner's Herbal book. This is the book with 10 profiles of different medicinal plants that you can find kind of commonly in prison courtyards that I worked with when I was inside. Um, and yeah, it's like, I know, I know I'm going to say it and I know it's in the beginning of the next slot, but it's literally, again, another like all time favorite herb. I really see plantain as this kind of like wound healer and I really see it as an ally for people doing like heavy, heavy work in the world. And um yeah it's kind of yeah used to getting tr- like you know stood on but yeah it thrives and it you know it keeps going and it still provides medicine despite its conditions so the other exciting thing that happened at the beginning of the month was the launch of the prisoner's herbal um in spanish um in and i'm gonna like butcher this next section when i talk about the book because my translation is terrible i did do GCSE spanish when i was a kid but yeah, it's kind of long gone from my brain. Um, but they had the launch event for the for the book, the book that's been the Prisoner's Herbal that's been translated into Spanish for people in the Spanish state and also for people in Mexico and beyond called La Herbalaria de los Presos. And yeah, the the launch event was at a site um, which is kind of like an ongoing occupation called the um, Planton de Mejeras Mazatacas. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I'm going to get Heather and other people who speak Spanish on the show because this is terrible. But it's basically like a site of an ongoing occupation of women and family members of political prisoners in Oaxaca. And um, yeah, the copies of the books were given to people like their family members inside. Yeah, the photos are amazing. I put some on my Instagram. Like I totally just bawled my eyes out. Like they made this like incredibly beautiful big banner and yeah, they um, actually wrote a text which um, a friend translated for me, so I'm going to read it out. We wholeheartedly thank you for the invitation yesterday to the presentation of the book La Obelaria de los Plazos, organised by collectives in support of political prisoners and our beloved Mazatec compañeras 
who have allowed us to accompany them in the demand for freedom for our compañeros and compañeras. It was a very moving event and we want to share some reflections with you. First, we want to recognise the ofrenda at the encampment in dedication to compañeros and compañeras who passed to the next world without reaching freedom. <sighs> Sorry, they had a picture of Taylor there and they had like offerings like flowers and bits of food and tobacco and stuff and it was just yeah it's just so beautiful um okay sorry <laughs> i don't know where that came from i just yeah perpetual grief hole okay around the world states use prisons to take the lives of women and men who rebel against the system women who defend their lives migrants poor people and peasants Prisons are the tumour of our societies, the one that grows and grows, revealing a sick society incapable of solving problems without punishment and torture. We remember every woman and man murdered and killed by the prison system and police brutality in every corner of our world. We also invite you to check out the book La Obreria de las Plazos and buy it in support of our compañeras. It is a very beautiful book made by an ex-political prisoner of the United Kingdom, Nicole Rose, we knew perfectly well the lack of health inside the prisons. There is no dignity for anyone inside. There are no doctors. There is no health. This book is a symbol of hope for all those who resist inside prison walls. We leave with our hearts full, with the pain of knowing that injustices are repeated in every country and there are those who call themselves activists and feminists and are happy to see Carla and Magda in prison. But here we are and we will give the fiercest fight and with more love until we embrace them again, them and all the prisoners with whom we walk day by day. We leave you with this little poem written by Nicole Rose about her resilience by comparing it to the dandelion. Here we are resisting like dandelions and so are Carla and Magda. We love you sisters. And this is the little poem. It's called Outlaw. It's in the Prisoner's Herbal book. Just for a moment I lose myself. And all that I am is the plant in my hand, my heart engaged in a language older than words. I ask your permission, take in your bitter healing. I am no longer VM9385, tasting the wild, I am alive. Just for a moment, no prisoner, no criminal, but a wise woman who talks with plants, like ancestors who heard their whispers thousands of generations before, alive in the wilderness, a wild outlaw. All right literally don't know what's going to me today but I think I just need to have a bit of a cry um I appreciate everyone thank you so much for listening no one's left a review yet um and I'm way too shy to ask but like yeah if you could that would be amazing um I had one email from someone being like I'm one of the six queers listening and it just it just made like all the difference um to know that <laughs> someone was listening um but anyway so you want to support the show that in that way that would be amazing and yeah haven't talked about Ukraine and the horror of yesterday but I'm gonna yeah gonna get Lana our Ukrainian herbalist on the show very soon and we're gonna um talk about the project and everything that's happening but for now just again yeah like a general request for donations um Okay. All right. Enjoy this section about plantain. I hope plantain becomes one of your favorites too. And um, yeah, lots of love. Speak soon. Okay. Plantain. I know I said that I would do this, but, and I would say that every, every plant was my favorite in the last episode, but honestly, plantain is my favorite. Okay. Maybe second to dandelion, but like definitely top three. 
Okay, plantain or snakeweed. Latin name, plantago major and plantago lanceolata. And I should have gone to private school to learn how to pronounce Latin because I would be much more impressive on this podcast. Anyway, okay, plant family, plantagenaceae, the plantain family. Identification, ribwort plantain, which is the lanceolata one, has low rosettes of narrow, dull or greyish green, hairy leaves with numerous parallel veins running through the length of the leaf. Leaves taper very gradually to their narrow bases and very short stalks. They have short, dense, blackish flower heads with creaming stamens. I mean, how hot does that sound? Oh my god, I need to stop ad-libbing, this is terrible. Okay, um, on leafless stems. In comparison, greater plantain has broader leaves which are hairless or with short hair and taper more abruptly into distinct leaf stalks, which can be as long as the leaves themselves. The flower head is long, narrow and green, or brown when dead. Other species, narrow leaf plantain, sea plantain, Indian plantain, psyllium, all 34 species of plantain are edible and medicinal. Folk names in English, ribwort plantain, greater plantain, waybread, snakeweed, soldiers, kemps, fire leaves, white man's foot, white man's footsteps, waybroad, ripple, gla- ripple grass, English man's foot, broadleaf, cuckoo spread, rat tail. Planta in Latin means foot. Um, chemical constituents. Okay, here we go. I hate this bit. I'm just, I'm just going to do my best, okay? And if anything, I hope it makes you laugh. Um, okay. Iridoid glycosides, acubin, cat, cattle pole, tannins, polysaccharides, galactose, glucose, silos, arabinose, and rhamnose, i.e. mucilage, alkaloids, plantagonin, aparolicide, flavonoids, biocaline, apigenin, scutellarin, nepatin, hispigillin, <laughs> lutelin, plantagoside. Um, yeah, I should like ask for donations to send me on the plant chemistry course so that I can actually hear some videos of someone pronouncing these names, not just in a textbook. Okay, food and nutrition. All plants, oh, all plants, all parts of plantain are edible. Mark Pedersen writes in Nutritional Herbology that plantain major seed is very high in calcium, crude fiber, dietary fiber, and fat. It is also high in protein, silicon, sodium, and zinc. Katrina Blair describes how plantain seeds are a sustainable food rich in proteins, carbohydrates, fatty acids, amino acids, omega-3 fatty acids and other minerals. The seed coat is made up of 30% mucilage. The mucilage absorbs toxins in the digestive tract and greatly supports effective elimination. The seeds act gently in lubricating the colon with its mucilaginous nature, making the perfect food and medicine in one. The plantain seeds are a relative of psyllium seeds and have the same gelatinous quality, making a valuable base for thickening soups and recipes, for binding crackers and firming up desserts. Plantago lanceolata is also grown as a perennial salad crop in Italy and other parts of Europe. Ecological role. Plantain grows on dryish neutral to basic soils, in short greys, unimproved grasslands and also in improved grasslands along hedgerows and roadsides and on waste ground. Plantain is an excellent cover crop for soils harmed by extractive European agriculture or repeated trampling. She also makes good forage for animals, domestic or wild. You will see plantain wherever there is bare soil. She is somehow the land's living plaster. Plantain is called white man's footsteps because of how it followed European settlers on native land. 
Robin Wall Kimmerer, author of the beautiful book Braiding Sweetgrass, describes plantain. Our people have a name for this round leaf plant, white man's footsteps. Just a low circle of leaves pressed close to the ground with no stem to speak of. It arrived with the first settlers and followed them everywhere they went. It trotted along paths through the woods and along wagon roads and railroads like a faithful dog so as to be near them. I love how Hawthorne references plantain as a tool for decolonization. They write, Plantago reminds us that good allies take the back seat. They remain unobtrusive and supportive until called upon. They do not take up extra space or time that others need. And like other introduced plants, buckthorn, knotweed, etc., plantain has not disrupted ecosystems or threatened endangered native species. She only takes up space where there are already empty spots, pitting herself with the edge of eroded areas or busy sidewalks. She helps keep the soil healthy by holding it in place and healing compaction, but then moves on to allow others to thrive. Cultivation. Plantain commonly propagates itself by seed, with one source saying that plantain seed can remain viable for up to 60 years, which is fucking amazing. While plantain is generally found on bare and disturbed soils, where it does have access to more fertility, it will become impressively lush and large. You should see photos of plantain in my polytunnel. Like, you've never seen anything like it. Everyone's like, oh my god, it's so big! Um, Which also sounds weird. Sorry, it's a weird day. Okay, energetics. Temperature, cooling, moisture, astringent and emulsant, and the tissue states, heat, excitation, dry atrophy, damp stagnation, and the taste is bitter. Herbal actions. Alterative, antibacterial, antidote, astringent, antiseptic, demulcent, jobstruent, diuretic, expectorant, febrifuge, hemostatic, inflammation modulating, moistening expectorant, ophthalmic, vulnerary. Whew, that wasn't too bad, that list. Much better with herbal actions than I am um, constituents. Health challenges supported by plantain. Plantain has been used medicinally for thousands of years. It was one of the nine sacred herbs of the Anglo-Saxons who called plantain Lachnuga, the mother of warts. Below are some medicinal uses of plantain. Topical first aid. Plantain is a supreme ally for wound healing and skin injuries. From bites, cuts, scrapes and stings to puncturines, plantain is your plant. This is because plantain works simultaneously as a fantastic drawing agent and as an astringent and vulnerary. Astringent means that the cells and tissues are contracting and tightening. Vulnerary is another word for wound healing. In Ireland, a single plant leaf served both actions. One side of the leaf was meant to be used for drawing out and the other side of the leaf for healing. Plantain has the ability to suck out dirt, splinters, stings and poisons. I remember being bitter by a spider, bitten by a spider or some other mystery insect while being at a Harkle show after leaving my hoodie in a dusty cupboard. I searched outside and even in the middle of the city of Bristol I found plantain growing through the concrete. I washed it and chewed it up in my mouth before placing it on my bike and lo and behold I drew out whatever had gotten in there and the swelling subsided. Plantain also has the ability to treat infected wounds due to its antibacterial and antiseptic antiseptic actions. Herbalist Sage Popham writes how Plantain applied topically has the ability to draw out that infection, bring fresh, fresh blood to the surface, stimulate local immunity, detoxify the area and provide its own antiseptic properties. It's super powerful as a spit poultice. I loved one of mine from Siberia jokes that in Russia... Plantain is used for everything, with a comedy sketch that if your arm gets chopped off, just use plantain. You can also line your socks and shoes with the leaves and it it helps prevent blisters. 
This links to one of its names, Waybroad, as it is found along roadsides and you can use it when you walk long distances. Leaky gut syndrome. Leaky gut syndrome. With gut issues almost endemic in our Western cultures due to chronic stress, overuse of antibiotics, food allergens and intolerances, non-organic food and pollution, plantain can be an important ally. This is due to its astringent and vulnerary action literally healing our internal wounds. Imagine the gut lining as our inner skin. Sage writes, once again, we see the combination of astringency and vulnerary actions helping to heal and tonify the lining of the gut. A reduction in inflammation directly on the gut wall, but also systemically, a soothing demulcent action, as well as the antiseptic quality helping to alleviate any possible flora imbalances or infection. Plantain is literally like a formula unto itself when it comes to treating leaky gut syndrome. The slight bitterness of the remedy also supports digestion as a whole. If using plantain for gut healing, then similarly to mallow, you need to really cover as much surface area as possible, so decoctions or infusions are best. Constipation. Plantain seeds can help treat constipation, adding a bit of moisture and a bulking laxative to help to help getting things moving. It is important to also increase fibre intake, for example more fruits and vegetables, and stay well hydrated. Doing small small self-massage circles clockwise around the abdomen while you're lying down can also help. Plantain can also be used for hemorrhoids. Respiratory tract infections. Plantain is a fantastic resource for a dry, irritable cough because it is soothing and moistening but also has an expectorant action. An expectorant helps you to bring up phlegm and expel it. It's great if you have one of those lingering coughs that will not go away easily. Dental care. Herbalist Julie and Matthew Seal write how a wad of fresh plantain can be placed against sore teeth and gums. Its drawing action is particularly powerful for tooth infections, canker sores or ulcers. Tea can be held in the mouth or you can soak cotton wool in a strong infusion or tincture and pack it into the area. Urinary tract infections. Sage describes how plantain is a good herb for urinary tract infections. The herb is a mild but effective diuretic agent, providing its astringent and mucilaginous properties to the mucosal membranes which line the urinary tract. This makes it highly beneficial for urinary tract infections where there is an excess of irritation, heat, dryness and bleeding. Plantain effectively cools and sedates the heat and inflammation, soothes the irritation, moistens the dryness, astringes the bleeding, assists in drawing out the infection and also provides an antiseptic action and a bit of local immune stimulation. How to practically use plantain in prison. Where you might find plantain. Plantain is likely to be where people walk and on the edges of paths and beds. I commonly found it on the edges where the curbs were when we were working in the prison gardens. It might also be growing in beds but it prefers poorer soil. Fresh leaf. Bites, cuts, scrapes and stings. Chew a leaf in your mouth and then apply directly to the area. Hold there until the pain goes away or until the bleeding stops. You might want to swap to a new leaf if needed, especially if one has already drawn something out of there, like bits of gravel or insect poison. Bigger wounds. See the wound care section. Sore teeth and gums, tooth infections and mouth ulcers. You can chew and apply the leaf directly to the sore area and or you can make a strong tea and hold it and swish it around the mouth. Hemorrhoids. A strong infusion drunk internally will aid recovery from hemorrhoids, addressing the root causes, not so much bringing symptomatic relief. Fresh or dried leaves. Leaky gut syndrome. Plantain is most effective at treating leaky gut when combined with other herbs. Commonly combined include calendula, agrimony, chamomile, peppermint, fennel and licorice. I think it is unlikely in prison that you would have access to all these plants. However, you might be able to buy chamomile and peppermint on canteen. 
You would want to make a tea of whatever you can mix together or plantain leaf, fresh or dry on its own and drink it throughout the day. A litre would be ideal for several weeks, if not months, if you are trying to recover from leaky gut, irritable bowel syndrome or, or other inflammatory digestive conditions. Respiratory infections and dry, irritable coughs. Make a cold infusion with plantain leaves to soothe an irritable, irritable cough or to help clear a chest infection. Your own retract infections. Plantain is a powerful ally for UTI infections, providing they are hot in nature, e.g. burning sensation, dryness, irritation or bleeding. Drink strong infusions of cold plantain. It works well combined with the arrow too. Seeds. Constipation. Eat the seeds, fresh or dried, for extra roughage. Thanks so much for listening to the Frontline Herbalism podcast. You can find the transcript, the links, all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast.